Hey everyone, it's your host of See Jurassic Right, Stephen Ray Morris here, just dropping in to say, I hope you've been enjoying all the new episodes in 2023 and 2024 so far. There are new interviews with filmmakers, musicians, scientists, the screenwriter of Land Before Time, audio essays about the rich history of the Jurassic Park and Jurassic World franchise, and all the news about the upcoming animated show Jurassic World Chaos Theory and the as-of-yet untitled Jurassic World sequel coming next summer. I really need your help supporting the show right now, and you can do that by leaving a tip and or giving a monthly follow on Patreon, patreon.com slash There are $1 and $5 tiers, but more is coming. Sharing the show, giving five-star reviews in Apple Podcasts, and liking and commenting on social, at Stephen Ray Morris on Instagram and Twitter, goes a long way to help boosting the show's visibility again online in this new era. I'm an independent podcaster and your support is so important and means the world to me in keeping this podcast running. Link to the Patreon is in the show notes. Hold on to your butts. Thank you. And now on to the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One, two, three, four. Filled with awe and fright. See Jurassic right. Bathe in ember light. See Jurassic right. See Jurassic right. Right, right. See Jurassic right. Right, right. See Jurassic right. Right, right. See Jurassic right. See Jurassic right. See Jurassic Park. Welcome to See Jurassic Right. I'm your host, Stephen Ray Morris, and today is a new episode of Park Experts, a segment where I chat with my guests about Jurassic Park, dinosaurs, and everything in between, in a more casual setting than Season 1 and the forthcoming Season 2 episodes. So don those khaki shorts, and don't forget your Hawaiian shirt, and let's dive in. This week's guest, comedian and podcaster, Brandy Posey. From her hilarious stand-up record, Opinion Cave, to hearing her every week on the Lady to Lady podcast, Brandy and I sat down to chat ska covers of the Jurassic Park theme song, Homespun Dinosaur Theme Parks, Honor Founding, the Jeff Goldblum Appreciation Society, and more. Hold on to your butts and enjoy the show. Brandy Posey, there's no proper intro. Oh, you snared me. Yeah, I know. I just, I just, I'm trying different things because it's like for such a, to me, the podcast, uh, the one of the tropes is the introducing the guests like for sure while they're like 
while like I always feel like it's that thing of like I wonder which podcast want to just embarrass the person by saying nice things. Yeah, yeah. I'm like this podcast. I'm going to do like a proper intro. So <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Then how do I start a show? I'm not. I'm so used to like introducing people. Of course. Um, well, unless podcast is not about me. This is about Jurassic Park. Yeah, yes, so, exactly. Like, I understand my place <laughs> right now. No, but I wanted to again. Like when you came in, I was like playing a Jurassic Park ska theme oh, song. So good. It's like the. It's the. I feel like the Jurassic Park logo is so versatile because mm-hmm. the the picture on YouTube was like a checkerboard. Yes. And it like still works and everything. Yeah. I don't know what about it. It's <laughs> like so weirdly, I don't know, like malleable or something. It just like feels good to see it. Like every time I see like that font, like that, the, the circle with the two things on the side, it's just very like, all right. I know what's going on here. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm getting pins made, actually, of, like, with my name using that logo. Oh, cool. With, like, an outline of, like, me yelling into a microphone in the middle of it. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. It's, like, merch I'm planning on. Yeah. So that's I'm excited. So, yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I read a... I'll probably share it when I put this episode out, but there's, like, a... I didn't realize there's, like, a whole complicated history to that logo. Really? Where... Like, it was a thing of, like, them trying to do all this stuff, and eventually they just kind of copied what the original Crichton book was like, even though it's, like, technically, like, wrong. Like, a dinosaur Mm -hmm. isn't supposed to stand upright, I guess, apparently. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's really funny. But my favorite thing, which I feel like, just because you, you, like... Well, because your album taping when I went to many mm-hmm. moons ago, yep. I feel like you had a whole bit about like office life and stuff. Oh, and, yeah. And there was an element in it where there was one like, you know, they're getting all the review sheets and everyone's like, like reviewing this stuff. And then uh-huh. somebody's like, what if you just put a little jungle thing under there? And they're <laughs> like, it's perfect. Yes. Like, I just love this. Like, um, <laughs> I don't know. Everyone has to like put in their contribution kind of thing. Yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> um. What? Well, I was going to say, you're wearing a Jurassic Park shirt today. Yes, absolutely. Um, which I feel like, did you have that from when you were a kid, or did you find it like at a thrift store or something? This was a found later in life. I uh, I probably, I think I have like maybe six or seven Jurassic Park specific shirts, and none of them are from childhood. I wish. <laughs> I wish. My, my re- early relationship with Jurassic Park was like a little bit fraught because my dad wouldn't take me to go see it, but he really? took my brother. Oh my gosh, so, that's even like, yeah. I feel like talking to people, it's always like, you know, yay or nay, Yeah. just especially because being in like, I don't know, the age that we are, it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's either yes or no kind of thing, just because yeah. it's PG-13. So, but for you growing up, it was yeah. brother, but not you. Younger brother. What? And I do, it was like, a so Jurassic Park, especially to me is like, it was like this forbidden thing. And when I finally saw it, I was like, yeah, screw you dead. I saw it anyway. <laughs> so I've got a lot of like rebellion tied up with like my early Jurassic Park memories as well. Uh, oh, wow. So wait, <laughs> how did you end up seeing it? Uh, somebody like a friend's house or something like somebody's sibling put it on for us. And I was just like, hell yeah, I'm seeing this now. <laughs> yeah. It was like, um, it was, yeah, it was like, Ooh, like I'm going to show you mm-hmm. this thing. It's totally. Forbidden. And that- then I remember going home and being like, I saw Jurassic Park. And my dad like wasn't upset afterwards. I think he just, he thought it was going to be super scary. And here's the thing. My brother was super scared watching it because he was probably too young. Yeah. Um, But like, I, I think it was like my... My brother's quieter, and I've always been kind of a chatty Cathy, so my dad was like, I'm going to bond with him more. And, like, boys like dinosaurs, <laughs> yeah, so I'll yeah. take him to this. But I, like, made it personal very quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so you were like, you just came in, you're like, I saw this thing, and he's just like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I shouldn't live my life based on revenge, because, you know. <laughs> But oh, well, I still is... do, though. So didn't learn anything. And now you're wearing dread. Like, so then if you <laughs> yeah. like 
do you just show up with Jurassic Park shirts just to be like, I really? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just show up. This is that I will be married in a Jurassic Park shirt someday. That would be full, full bride. <laughs> just the t-shirt, but then there's just like, I yeah. guess like. I don't know how you would do that, like make it into a dress or something. Yeah, or you it, could just wear a suit and it's a t-shirt and a suit. That would be sick. I I want a really good lady suit very badly. I am yeah. um, I'm I'm actually a little bit jealous because uh, Tess, one of my, my podcast co-host, Lady to Lady, she's um she is going to be a bridesmaid in a wedding coming up, and all the bridesmaids are wearing white suits. So Whoa. she has like a fitted, super sick white suit. That's awesome. And I'm deeply jealous of it <laughs> but they're not going to run away from dinosaurs yeah yeah yeah, yeah. exactly um, no I remember I definitely had that t-shirt as a kid really but it just I don't yeah. have it anymore yeah. and now they sell on eBay for like $100 that's the thing <laughs> I'll, I'll search on there sometimes because I have a, a a vintage Independence Day shirt um, and oh, like, oh my god yes and I love it so much but those, those so those two movies kind of live in the same place in my mind oh, okay I, mean, I don't know if like a lot of people have said that or not but, no but I mean it makes sense Jeff yeah. Goldblum yeah, exactly. I mean, Goldblum is is my man. Um, but so like they kind of just they both came out around the same time, and they just like hit a similar touchstone for me. <laughs> yeah. So I always I always like had like the VHSs in my room next to each other growing up. Well, I saw I also well no I didn't see Jurassic Park at an independent movie theater or like um an outdoor movie theater, but I saw Independence oh, Day. Cool. But you know it has the same like hold on to your butts. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I feel like you could watch a what is it called like a movie marathon like a like a three movie marathon would be Jurassic yeah. Park, Independence Day, and then Men in Black. Yeah. I feel like you could do those three because oh, then it's like the Will Smith day. connection too. Yeah, totally. And they're oh, all man. fun movies and they're not long. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like as much as I'm excited for something like Endgame, it's like. All these movies are like just barely two hours. Oh, hopefully yeah. you can hear my stomach growling. On the microphone. <laughs> You're very excited for Endgame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hungry for it. <laughs> um, but so when you saw it as a kid, you weren't scared of it as a kid. No, I was you were, so excited. Because I was, was your brother, I was six when it came out. So I was that perfect age of like too, a little yeah. bit too scared, but I still liked it anyway. Gotcha. What was it, 95, right? 93. 93. Okay, so, oh, 93, I was nine. Eight or nine, somewhere around there. So yeah, my brother was five or six. What was it like when you first saw it that you, was it, were you like a dinosaurs person beforehand or was it just, okay. Yeah, I was really into dinosaurs. I had like a book and I haven't been ever been able to find it or like, it it just was called dinosaurs. So it's also impossible to search. (laughs) One of those like, okay, but it was like gray and it had these like really beautiful paintings of dinosaurs and then had all the facts about all all of them. Hmm. And it was just like, I loved the pictures of them so much and I just I would just like look at it all the time yeah I was I was just obsessed with that book and then went with like and I, I like kept it like with my prized books it was like that and like my babysitter's club books were yes. like all together <laughs> that would be a good mashup though yeah the babysitter's awesome. club goes to Jurassic Park <laughs> yeah absolutely it's like a summer vacation yeah <laughs> I feel like there's so many dinosaur books I had when I was a kid that I'm like yeah google dinosaurs plus children's book <laughs> plus 90s or something yeah it's like how do you even yeah, you could never find it again. <laughs> so the, it was like for you, was it? I guess because we'll get we'll get into Jeff Goldblum because I feel like that'll be the big yeah, yeah, yeah. thing of of the of our conversation <laughs> today. But um, when you were a kid, like was it just okay? It's dinosaurs and this cool adventure. Like what was mm-hmm. that? What were you kind of like? How did it strike you when you first saw it? I think it was just like the the idea of just like being able to like create whatever we wanted was so cool to me like just like yeah this thing was dead and we brought it back is just like 
like and to bring back a dinosaur just like it really i think just made me a very like optimistic kid of just like eh, we could we can do anything we want yeah. science is super cool yeah. we brought back the dinosaurs so i think it just like the possibilities being endless were like just driven home in that movie That's and also cool. like having I my mom was also a she was a park ranger. Oh um, wow! Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was it was really sweet. So I was like a really big like Woodsy the Owl kid, and like very much like we were always at parks. Like my mom was always like, um, you know, creating like rec areas with playgrounds and stuff, and like, we were always a part of that. Um, so just like being outside was a big thing for me, and like being respectful of nature and like animals and stuff like that. And like those are obviously a big thing themes <laughs> in the first Jurassic Park yeah. movie. And I the, I remember just being like, yeah, this I, I everything everything tracks everything that I'm. Seeing seeing tracks we should like respect them and leave them alone <laughs> that's so cool yeah i don't know why just that the idea the way you describe bringing a dinosaur back i was like that's so metal yeah you know like we're gonna fucking bring back this thing from the dead yeah exactly like whatever yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah nothing's really gone yeah, yeah yeah well i like that too i just you just like i feel like i had a recover memory right now just like that idea of like being a kid and like did and because you spent a lot of time outside like did you do this i feel like when i was a kid i would do stuff like pretend to be like in jurassic park yes. Oh, yeah. All the time. Yeah. I don't know. It's... Well, also, and like this is... I, I don't know if I connected these thoughts consciously as a kid, but like thinking back on it now, too, where it's like I... I, I grew up like uh, my mom was like a very religious person, so I went to the church and stuff, but I like very early on had like issues with like I didn't understand like sto- like story like um like the creation story i don't yeah, really, yeah. i had a hard time with because they were just like just believe and i was like but why is god just like sitting in the dark for a millennia and <laughs> who put him there and why would you do that why would you just sit in the dark and not talk to anybody if you can create people to talk to why wouldn't you just do that whoa so I had all, I, and i remember like getting into a fight with my sunday school teacher in like third grade or something and she was like what is going on but jurassic park is very like scientific of like and this is how we created the dinosaurs so it was very like it gave me a weird answer of just like oh science science is how we make things cool so it like filled this weird like creation gap that i also had just been told just blindly believe too oh wow yeah that's cool wait where'd you grow up again i'm from maryland okay yeah like outside of baltimore okay Mm mm-hmm Huh. That's so, yeah. You're like, well, this is my, this is my answer now. Yeah, exactly. Jurassic Park is the religion. (laughs) Raptor Jesus is a thing. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We're getting the wrong idea. We're not supposed to worship the dinosaurs. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, I think worship and respect are a thing where it's just like, all right, I see you and I respect it. That's, yeah, that's how Jurassic World 3 goes. It's like eventually, it's like, um... What was it? Which Planet of the Apes is it where they like worship the nuclear bomb? Oh, I haven't. I, I, haven't, I won't know which one, but I know what you're talking about. But it's like it just yeah. goes around like that where it's like mm-hmm. the raptors have become like yeah. the Planet of the Apes and stuff. I'm excited for dinosaur cults in the third one. Yeah. I, I really hope that becomes the thing. <laughs> like, yeah, like Blue somehow is like becomes like a mythical figure that like 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 weird groups like spring up to be like what is this mysterious creature oh, that'd be so cool <laughs> that's so dark i don't I mean, we're not dark but it's like overall did i think but i had a couple of issues with it like yeah. i just mostly if you have that many billionaires in a room and you don't kill all of them i don't like <laughs> <laughs> you're like why didn't they get every single one it's just like that that <laughs> stick out mullet just rams each one yeah gives them all like, a hernia. these are all bad people why are we killing killing all of them yeah i wanted that um i just uh i'm trying I'm trying to remember. I, I remember I had a couple of issues with it. Just the way that the uh, the, the little girl paid off. I like yeah. wasn't. I was like, mm, okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I, I always want more dinosaur. Um, and I 
I guess I don't need them to create new ones. Yeah, yeah. That's a thing, too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's always the thing. Like, that's how I feel like sometimes about... Like, I'll go to, like, the zoo, and I'll see mm-hmm. a giraffe, and I'm like, fuck Pokemon. Like, why do we need real, like, right? we have a mate, like, the animals in this world, like. They're again, so cool. I, I think I'm like you, where I have this, like, super duper hardcore, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know why it's considered hardcore, but I just, like, love nature so much, and yeah. it's such a, like, weird, um, like, appreciation mm-hmm. for it that, yeah, it's like, you don't need to... It's already so amazing, like, but we just kind of forget about it. Yeah, exactly. Like last year for my birthday, uh, my boyfriend and I went down to a camel farm in San Diego because I was like, I've never pet a camel. I'm 34. Let's do this. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, like when I I, I did a behind the scenes tour at the San Diego Zoo and Uh they like let me pet an okapi. Well, not let me. The okapi was like, it's okay for you to pet me. That's so cool. Like you kind of like went up and like it was like life changing. Like it's that kind of thing where like. I mean, and that's one reason why I liked Fallen Kingdom, because it felt like mm-hmm. the way I nerd out about animals, like people. Yeah, yeah. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's almost like we don't need hybrids or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it, I guess it's like the parts of the movie I really liked a lot, but it, it and I like that they escaped in the end. And it's like, cool, good. We deserved that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 We're, we deserved this. That should have happened sooner. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. And yeah. like, yeah, we both love animals. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, of course you're going to free them. Yeah. Like, would you not rescue? Like, just because a tiger's scary doesn't mean I would want, wouldn't want to put myself in the way to rescue it. Yeah. Like, if I could help it. Exactly. I want to help, you know, the kind of complex relationship people have with pit bulls. Mm-hmm. But like, I really admire people who like put themselves in like you know and I think that's the same thing about like if somebody would want to like free the dinosaurs it's like not because they want to control them but because like oh my god this is a beautiful creature well it ate me oh well you know like well and it's also like who am I to stand it's it's like humans recognize your privilege yeah 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 right (laughs) like get out of the way yeah like how dare you be the thing that ends this thing that you brought back like no you don't you don't get to make that decision like you don't deserve to make that yeah yeah I I agree 100% which Mm -hmm. is why it's like I do like yeah, anybody who's like, don't let the dinosaurs out. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. let let them all go. No, absolutely. It's like, gonna... yeah, don't gas the dinosaurs. Yeah, who, yeah. Who are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Would you not? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It's always weird when people have that kind of perspective. I mean, I understand. Yeah, yeah. And also, it's like when a tiger gets loose, like mm-hmm. it maybe eats one person. Like, yeah. like so many times when people are like, if you let the dinosaurs out, they're gonna kill hundreds and thousands of people. It's like, no, they're not. They're gonna run into the woods, yeah. probably eat a couple of squirrels. Yeah. And then maybe eat an unsuspecting hiker. You know? Exactly. They're gonna go help chill with Bigfoot. He understands. He's gonna be cool. <gasps> oh my God. I would love that in the next movie. <laughs> Just there, like Bigfoot ride dead Triceratops out of the forest. <laughs> yeah, like let's introduce like we uh, introduce cloning and yeah. you know Fallen Kingdom. Like let's just keep introducing like these kind of sci-fi elements. Yeah, well, exactly. I guess Bigfoot's not sci-fi. He's like he's a cryptid, so it's like in that world, kind of yeah. kind of sci-fi-ish. Yeah. <laughs> I love the idea though of like Blue being friends with Bigfoot. Like they just hang out. That's like their show because right? there's going to be a Netflix show. Oh, and now I kind of wish cool. that that's what it would be. I would love that, like a chupacabra and a, a raptor just buddy up. Yeah, <laughs> just go after everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because that was the thing too. Because you we were talking about Jurassic cults. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, there's so many like what like I want to know where all that raptor Jesus stuff came from. Now yeah. that we're talking about it, but you know, in Fallen Kingdom, there was like in like the last half it was very like gothic quote unquote mm-hmm. like and even like a human like like kneeling before like oh my god I can't remember the the actor's name yeah. uh, I was gonna say Sir Ben Kingsley yeah, but yeah. no um, <laughs> not Ben Kingsley not Ben Kingsley <laughs> uh, but I could see like if they kept doing that mm-hmm. then maybe you could have like a 
you know, Jurassic cults and stuff, like people like worshiping the dinosaur. Oh my God, now I want that to happen. Yeah, but like, like, that would be pretty cool. It's a little too like romantic, I feel like, for Colin Trevorrow. He's very yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, straight and narrow. But I feel like that would happen though. Like if yeah. dinosaurs were truly released in the world, like you're going to have the people that are like, going to want to absolutely kill them. You're going to have the people, that, like it's, people are going to want to worship them. It's like you're going to have these it's the way that anybody reacts to power. They, dinosaurs are power. Yeah. And they, or they see it as like a coming of the apocalypse. Yeah. It's like the dinosaurs. It's like the dinosaur rapture. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> dinosaur rapture is sick. <laughs> that's, that's a great metal album too. Yes. It's just like a raptor with like, uh, like Trogdor with just like human arms like photoshopped <laughs> on it. Yes. Um, well, I was like, we can talk about Jeff Goldblum, but I also saw that you, what was that Jurassic Jungle Cruise ride for Oh man, uh, this is in what's the city that Dollywood is in? It's um, wait, is is Dollywood in Tennessee? It's in Tennessee. It's uh, wait, was it the Creationist Museum? No, 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 oh, no, okay. no, no, no. This was so this Dollywood is is Dolly Parton's amusement park. Um, and but in that part of Tennessee, there's nothing else there. But around it has been like basically. All of these uh, other like show dinner shows and like the, it's become a full thing there. Oh so wow! There's a lot of go karts. There's a lot of like water slides. There's um, medieval times ripoffs. Oh hell yeah! Dolly does also have a um, oh, it's called like uh, it's a medieval times but about the Civil War. What? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't they, feel as fun. Yeah, well they've changed considering it. Considering the climate we live in now. <laughs> yeah, they've changed it in the last few years and now it's like not really the North and the South but it's like gray versus blue and you're oh, like really? you're like mm, i mean we still know <laughs> oh my god but yeah and it's 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 more just like the history of the south and stuff like that um but it's like it's like appalachian um like an amusement park area and it's it's super cool it's weird though because there is like a tinge of like religion like on all of it as well yeah um but there is a rip-off jurassic park ride called the jurassic jungle cruise and it's <laughs> truly amazing because really? it has not been uh, nothing has been changed on it since the 90s I don't oh think. really yeah wow. yeah I mean it's like all the dinosaurs are like falling apart and like <laughs> so mechanical looking and their eyes are just don't blink or anything oh that's so creepy <sighs> I was dying I like rode it by myself but it was like me and like a family <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I was just sitting in the back I could not stop laughing <laughs> Wait, was it like the jungle cruise at Disneyland or was it like the universal ride was there like a element where you like went over a fall or something a little bit it went like a little bit fast <laughs> once <laughs> it was more like Pirates of the Caribbean okay got it got yeah it. more of like that thing where you're like oh we should look at all these different scenes but then yeah. there would just be like a little fireball and like a T-Rex would pop out oh. um, but but very slowly <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that sounds very high tech. Yeah, it was it was pretty sweet. I have uh, on my Instagram stories. I have like all of the all of the, the oh, stories. Oh, you do, oh, I you do have it, it saved. Yeah, oh, I so was cool. like, I should. I want to save this post- posterity. I love. I like. It's my favorite thing on the road. Um, so, so I'm a touring stand up comedian, and like I, uh, I love finding that stuff. It's my favorite thing. It's like weird, um, weird robotic things. Like not and dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs, but then also like. Uh, I love like there's a weird um, Wild West town out in what? right outside of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Oh my god! That is this like robot ghost town that this retired history teacher made in the 70s. Oh my god! To, like just one guy? Yeah, he made it to like educate people about what the prairies were like, at, like when people were settling. And you walk around, and it's like 
it's all these robots that like kind of move and there's they don't talk but there's like a written displays with them um and you're walking around reading all of them and then his son has like it's it's like a truck stop and his son is like helped take him over and he just sits in a lazy boy all day the, the <laughs> dad does because he's very old he was like um the best history teacher in the state in like 1985 or something oh, and his wow. name is like on a plaque which is really but he's like also never been to the capital to see his name so it's like but he's like no i stay here and i built this oh my god um but his son has like put the sunglasses and all the mannequins now because their eyes are too creepy oh no <laughs> so you just walk around it's just like abe lincoln giving a speech like with sunglasses on. that's cool it's really amazing i mean that is like i mean michael Crichton made westworld so yeah it makes sense you mm-hmm. have like the Ama- theme parks i just love animatronic stuff wait um, is there i haven't because i'm actually going to nashville at the end of the month oh cool uh which this will be out after this but yeah i like really wanted to go to the creation museum oh, man. but i almost think it would be like kind of a like it'd be fun like ironic and then it would yeah. be like kind of a bummer well yeah i mean that's the thing with that kind of stuff where you're also like oh, i did give you money Okay. <laughs> and it's... It, Do it, I steal something when I leave yes, and then it just sort that's of... That's how you like, balance it out correctly. Yes, absolutely. Well, it's like, you know, I'll... Like, I... <laughs> Uh, the last time I drove through past Andrew Jackson's house, I like uh, went to the gift shop and took a shit. It's like I do stuff like that. Where yeah, I'm like, yeah. how can I take the karmic power back from something? I love that. And that's like just for me. <laughs> I love that. No, yeah, that's yeah. what you got to be. You got to like. Yeah. That's like. Uh, Disrespect your home. Yeah. Well, I was going to say it's a little bit different, but yeah. there's there. It's like whenever they have at a museum, like this meteorite is five billion years old, and I'm like, yeah. like just yeah, yeah, like yeah. stick my tongue on it. Like, I know, I need to touch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to? Yeah. I love that you did that. <laughs> no, I do stuff like that literally all the time on the road because I'm usually by myself, and like at a certain point, you're like, well, what's what's a fun what's a fun adventure to give ourselves? Today? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say too, because just because I've been trying to also when I've like traveled and stuff, do something mm-hmm. like specifically like dinosaur or cats or like true crime related. Yeah. Just just focus on the three things that mainly interest me mm-hmm. but uh, a friend of mine who's been on the show Jurassic Becky she just types dinosaur into any like because you know now with like yes. Google search it'll just like you can find it yeah like so whatever pops mm-hmm. up like when she first went to LA it was like dinosaur coffee but I was like oh that's disappointing because there's it not is. really any dinosaurs there yeah I was so upset when I went there the first time I was yeah. like can't call yourself dinosaur coffee and then this is what it is yeah there was like a vague dinosaur coffee it's really disappointing yes thank you somebody else I felt like I was so alone no because I used to live down the street from there Mm -hmm. and then I moved away and then they're like dinosaur coffee and I'm like what like this is the thing that I I want this so bad yeah and then you're like oh it's just like um like an Ikea yeah like very minimalist cut out of like a dinosaur yeah I don't like it. I'm like, I want like a rainforest cafe style dinosaur coffee. Yes. You know what I mean? I want like five minutes after every hour, like a thunderstorm starts and then yes. like a Dilophosaurus comes out and like, that's what I want. <laughs> like hourly. I want those kind of things in my life. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's weird. Cause I feel like, well, did you ever go to that Jurassic restaurant in like, it was like an Alhambra or something. I never did. I never, I never made it out there. I never did either. Yeah. Cause it was, I don't know why. I mean, yeah. it's funny cause I used to live in Alhambra, but I think it was already closed by the time I lived there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but I was going to say, I feel like Margaritaville has kind of like, mm-hmm. because of its, now it's like connections with Jurassic Park, It's to me it's like taken up the mantle of that like novelty yeah. restaurant kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Even though there's no dinosaurs, but it's, it like vaguely feels like there could be. Yeah, yeah. Well, parrots are like pretty close. Yeah, really. that's true. It's weird how parrots will live like a hundred years. That is weird. And it's like, 
like I I um at the camel farm I went to the so this couple was adorable because like they they met on like the county fair circuit and like the da- the guy used to um he like raises camels and then she does she has like show birds where she like rescues um like uh tropical birds and like teaches them tricks and like she does and like they met on at county fairs and stuff and they fell in love and it's oh. very adorable but she does like a bird show and that you can walk around and like meet all of her birds and she had like five parrots because what happens with parrots a lot is that like people will have a parrot and like they will die before their parrot dies oh no so their parents their their, their kids get this like 80 year old parrot and they're usually like i don't i don't want this yeah so she like has rescued a bunch of them so she even... has these like old surly parrots. Yeah, I was gonna say. I feel like after that, like it, it almost seems like yeah, like well, then that makes me think like I wonder if dinosaurs because like mm-hmm. parrots and turtles, like any yeah. like reptiles and, and birds live such a long time. Yeah, but that's so cr- like having an eighty year old parrot. Like, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's like, You're like this parrot. Thing... It's seen World War Two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is a World War Two era parrot. Yeah, exactly. this parrot has seen shit. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) So you are the founder, yes. creator of mm-hmm. the Jeff Goldblum Appreciation Society. On Facebook, yes, yes, I am. It's one of the few things that has kept me from leaving Facebook. Really? <laughs> Truly, yeah. No, I, that makes sense. Wait, so when you were a kid and you saw Jurassic Park, was Jeff, was Jeff Goldblum part of that fixation, or was that this like a more adult It was like life? pretty immediately with him. I mean, Oh, yeah, because Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. But it also just like those... So those two characters are also just very like... I'm an outsider, but I'm cool and I'm confident about taking a beat and like thinking about things differently from everybody else. And just very like that is that that that's like a very major influence on me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like how I like try to be as a, as a comedian and a person. It's like, you know, I want to be educated in what I'm talking about, but also like not afraid to go against the flow kind of. Yeah. And just like Ian Malcolm is so like... He's such so confident and weird and sexy and is just like, yeah, whatever. Like, this is who I am. Like, he's so unapologetic. And like, that is just, you know, it's that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love that guy. <laughs> well, yeah, it's almost like I remember reading that that in one version of a script, they like got rid of uh, Ian Malcolm. But I feel like that's yeah. what makes to me, that's what makes Jurassic Park a little bit timeless in the sense because it's like you actually have a character commenting on the adventure they're going on. So you yeah. never, 
I feel like it's maybe what the Pirates movies tried to do with Jack Sparrow. Yeah. I in a little so bit too. of a different way, but I think with, with mm-hmm. Ian Malcolm, it's like, but he's still like swept up on it, you know? Yeah. Like he's not, he's not immune to it, you know? No, no, no. He's like not, not too cool, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he is cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He still is like in the movie, he's still like, oh wow. Like, yeah. And then he's like, wait a minute. Like I, like I'm getting suckered in, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Him and, uh, and Dr. Sattler are both like, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Like we got, yeah. we, we were hoodwinked, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it's to be able to admit that is, is great. Yeah. You know? I, I think that was, that was another one of my issues with Fallen Kingdom is cause like when they brought back Anna Malcolm, I was like, but that's, that's not him. Like I, I, you didn't write him in a way that like, this is, this should be like, I don't know. That's, he's such like a important character that like to just give him like this one scene where he just looks very harrowed and scared is just like, give me a little bit more of him. Yeah. Like, if that's the way that he's going to be, like, give, look, explain to me why he is like that. It just yeah. felt like they were like, Jeff, just come in and say something yeah. versus like thinking about the character. You know what? You're, I think you're 100% right. Because it's the thing. It's like, I don't, I didn't necessarily need him to like be on the adventure anymore. Yeah. And, and I also understand that it's like, this is, it's 20 years later. Yeah. Yeah. But I almost, it's like, I like, like when they're cutting to him, like mm-hmm. about to give his disposition, you want him to be like flirting with the like, you know, yeah, the typist or something or exactly. whatever. Like just a little bit of like, a little bit of that charm. Yeah. Yes. Or like just talks to them afterwards for a second and just like gives her a look or something. Like there's yeah. like, give me like a moment of that Ian or explain to me that that Ian is gone because he was so like traumatized by the experience you gotta give me more than just like that little bit because I just love him too much yeah well of course and that's always (laughs) I mean that's always the problem with putting a character back in like that and then just only yeah like again I don't I didn't necessarily need him to like be fighting dinos anymore no 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 no, no. but I think yeah it's like you want to see those connections Mm -hmm. especially now that we're in such an era where we are like bringing people back all the time and it's like you want to feel like there's at least some connection like I feel I kind of feel like the Star Wars movies did it a little better mm-hmm. by like at least making you rec- like Mark Hamill is always going to be a 20 year old boy like yeah. you know like, Exa- exactly. he still has that like yeah. there's still the like boyish look behind his eyes or whatever exactly well and I, I always wish that like um, when they do these like sequels that come so far later or like ex- I, I kind of wish that they would like sit down with like a panel of fans and just like listen to them talk about like what they love about stuff so much like because sometimes with like with that movie, uh, that and also the new Independence Day too. I was like, if you just like listen to fans, just like talk about their favorite parts about the original movie, versus you being a writer who isn't necessarily the number one fan coming in and being like, oh, well, these are the interesting things. And it's like, but if you if you like thought about like what what the fan base loved so much, like those are the things that you kind of want to honor moving forward. Yeah, it's yeah. you don't have to necessarily take their suggestions. Yeah, because yeah. Some fans would, I mean, they would of have course, like you're have Malcolm crazy, machine gunning down of, raptors of or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. but yeah, I like that idea of like at least getting a sense of like where people's yeah. heads are at. Well, and like what is the emotional connection with these things? That's a good point. Yeah. You know, like where, yeah, because it's like not necessarily what you would even think. I think if you just were like watching it things academically yeah like oh like that's what people took away from this yeah that's a good point i never saw the other independence day it's all right i mean it's got good parts to it it just it 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 doesn't have the heart of the first one and and they missed the mark on like a couple of the things i think that made the first one so fun like it's yeah it's just not Ian Malcolm isn't as fun. I mean it's not Ian Malcolm (laughs) it's uh what's his name um but he's like not as fun in the second one also they like 
didn't make it like Will Smith's not in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like I get I get that, but like the way that he's not in it is weird. Oh really? Yeah. So there's like there's just some stuff that you're like, uh, all right. I don't know. And it also like is very um uh, are we gonna talk about the military industrial complex? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I just calculated in my brain if I want to say that. Well, I mean, it's you know, I think a lot of people uh, like as much as a lot of people love Captain Marvel, they're also like critical of it. But it's like yes. that movie's not gonna like be critical of the military, yeah, exactly. And you're like, it, it's it's like weird now where a lot of blockbusters, mm-hmm. in some ways, are like maybe saying these revolutionary things, but in some ways, not really because they're still funded by you yeah. Know, all these big companies and everything like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it, and it's like in in the new it, like the world is basically like a a, a martial state. Like oh, really? martial law everywhere oh, like in, a, in a lot of ways and you're like, "Oh, okay. So this is what like government overreach in a bad way looks like." Yeah. Okay, fair. Fair fair fair. I get it. So, I mean, it's it's just like there's a yeah, be comfortable with this cuz like this is what would happen and like that about it that really like yeah, is yeah. is just deeply unsettling to yeah. me. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like all the Transformers movies, like those the yeah. state of the world is a horror show. Yeah. Where it's like everything's like shiny and happy but it's actually like Yeah. You know. But the you know, we got to we got to face off against the robots. That's the real threat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not like we aren't destroying ourselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like at this point mm-hmm. like especially cuz this year like Laura Dern I mean, obviously, like, Laura Dern's just been killing it. I yeah. mean, she's been killing it the whole time. She has, but I feel but like she's having a year. But I feel like people are finally, like, realizing how much of, like, mm-hmm. how much of a contribution to pop culture and how many great things she's in. Yes. Um, you know, and even just having her be in a Star Wars movie is, like, I feel like that's one of those things where they're, like... I mean, like obviously she's great in it, but it's like we just want her in it. Like yeah. we, we like I we, people want her in their universe or yes. their world. Like how can we get Laura Dern involved? Yeah, exactly. Um, but like both her and like Sam Neill and even like Joseph Mazzello, like they've mm-hmm. all been like taking photos together and stuff. And you're just like you're like <sighs> like they're not going to do this if they haven't signed contracts or something. Yeah, you know? I just feel like that would be like so cruel. You I know, know what I mean? I know it's like you can't you can't bait us like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give us something. But yeah, it just makes me like not worried but it's almost like yeah I'm just curious of how they're gonna try and like mm-hmm. if they are gonna bring back anybody else like how are they gonna you know yeah like are, is it just gonna be a thing of like hi here we are or like like what about like mm-hmm. Dr. Sattler or Alan Grant would they like mm-hmm. what would they you know because we had Malcolm just being this kind of like mouthpiece it's almost like now I'm like well what would they do with them like because they're yeah. not gonna be the main characters no no it's like but are they just gonna be like exposition for a scene and they get out it's like we love them I want to know what they've been up to a little bit yeah yeah like and that doesn't even need to be a lot it can just be a scene but it's like you need to like honor like the like where have you been a little bit like yeah. what are you doing like how are you affected by all of this like yeah it's been yeah. it's the last time we saw you both like you yeah. know she's married to someone else and has mm-hmm. a kid and he's just uh, yeah I don't know he's just <laughs> alone by himself like so sad <sighs> oh He's, who knows if he'll come back? He feels he seems like he's fine just hanging out on his farm. Yeah, I mean he's having a blast. He's like, um, oh, Twitter's a thing. I'll just be the best at it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I know it's weird. It's almost weird. Wait, because you've seen Jeff Goldblum at the Rockwell, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's it's almost funny where I feel like Laura Dern and Sam Neill are really 
up on the social media game, mm-hmm. but like Jeff Goldblum's like, well, I just see a hundred people in person every night, like <laughs> yes. for a, a few months during the summer. Like I don't need social media. Like yeah, yeah, it's like whatever. I don't even know if I run my Instagram. Like who cares? Yeah, like I. But it's like he's yeah. Those shows are amazing. Yeah. They're so much fun. I know. I'm so glad I went and I'm yeah. so glad I met him and mm-hmm. I was really drunk. So I said, I just was very like, I, I, cause we were, t- I mean, before this, we were talking about like uh-huh. just interacting with like heroes or whatever. And like, not that I think he's a hero, but it's like, oh, I just kind of realized how much, how important Jurassic Park is to me. So that was yeah. nice to finally say it. But also I was like, that's all I need. I don't need yeah, to yeah. like be your friend or anything. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I, well, at a certain point, you don't want to like ruin the facade. It's like, th- I know what our relationship is. Is. I don't need more than that. I just like w- I wish you well and thank you for being you. Yeah. Um, when I saw him, it was funny because um, Jeff Goldblum or Goldblum fits across your knuckles. <laughs> if you write Goldblum, if, and I like do that <laughs> every Fourth of July, I write Goldblum on my knuckles. And then when I when I've seen him, I've done it. And I it's so funny because I like took a picture with him with my hands up, and he was like, "That's amazing. That's not a tattoo, is it?" And I was like, "It's clearly Sharpie, Jeff. <laughs> don't don't worry. I didn't like tattoo your name on my knuckles. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and it was funny because when we were driving away, they pulled up at a red light, and he pulled up next to us, and I just looked over and I just put my knuckles in the window and he <laughs> nodded and drove <laughs> it was so good <laughs> gold blum in the night you know yes. that's hilarious yeah, just like a little prius or something i was like oh man you're the best yeah it's, love that guy i feel like he had really it's like him and angeline are like yes. the la staples now at this point <sighs> truly truly um, it's it's so cool that he does it too and people are like so i've never seen anybody be too super weird with him like he's a massive star yeah and to be that available is like so rare yeah like nobody really does that uh, yeah well that's why like i feel like that's why he doesn't need to do social media stuff yeah, because yeah. it's like i get my fix yeah every night where it's like i feel like people sometimes when i when i've mentioned it and like or like you know so many people have heard of it and want to mm-hmm. go yeah i yeah. mean and i only finally went because i actually like used to live down the street and then i yeah. moved away from the rockwell and then i finally went when i lived in alhambra yeah so i finally got to go and you're like oh he really is like hey guys like my band is gonna take a break mm-hmm. we're gonna everyone's gonna line up we're gonna get a photo together yeah. and then we'll come back and do another hour or yeah. you know half hour of music and yep. you're just like that's so great he's got it figured out you mm-hmm. know he doesn't yeah it's not this like thing he's like no I just like meeting people and it's in this controlled environment and I uh-huh. get to yeah, yeah and he like knows what the relationship is and he's like yeah no I, I, I get it I know my importance to people yeah. and I know how I want to let people honor that and then I'm gonna get out and it's great yeah yeah, uh. yeah he's such a special guy <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, the Jeff Goldblum Appreciation Society is really funny because there's like multiple generations of people in it now, which is funny because like every time I, I'll just every once in a while there'll just be like a bunch of teens that'll join it. Really? And I'm just like, how is this because of Marvel or like what is your way into the Jeff Goldblum? Yeah. And or it'll be funny if they'll post like memes from like old movies, and I'm like, oh. Cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I would almost imagine that, uh, you know, Jeff Goldblum isn't necessarily your, your, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake or something like that. No. So I feel like, yeah. I mean, again, no, no judgments, but it's almost like I feel like if you get into Jeff Goldblum, it's, it's like, I feel, uh, yeah. I imagine somebody who's getting, who first discovers like mm-hmm. maybe like how handsome Jeff Goldblum is. It's like you are like, part of you is wanting to be more sophisticated or just you're just yes. kind of exploring outside of like maybe what you're told is the conventional yeah. attractiveness or conventional you know anything yeah, like that exactly well he's like the 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 thinking woman's heartthrob yeah. <laughs> a little bit yeah it was like I feel like for like a lot of our friends it's like Jeff Goldblum or mm-hmm. like like 
at least back in the day, like I don't know if Harrison Ford has maintained it, but like, but I think Ooh. Indiana Jones, though, I think like I feel like yeah. for a lot of people growing up, it was that kind of like India, you yes. know, like Mar- Marty McFly was like he's just a little boy. Yeah, Marty McFly did nothing for me, but Indiana yeah. Jones, like the fact that he was a professor is also such a part of it, where it's like you're intelligent, but you're also courageous. Like yeah. that combination is like really. Very, very attractive. <laughs> yeah, he wears a bow tie and he can use a whip. Yeah, exactly. That's all anybody wants from a man. <laughs> yeah. I was like, does Jeff Goldblum have an earring? In one? <laughs> it feels like he has at some point. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that something that he does for his characters is like whenever he gets a new part, well, he'll, he, he like likes to go and like try on like rings and jewelry to figure out like what the hands of his characters look like. Ooh, like, I had no idea. That's yeah, yeah. so cool. That's like a way into his characters where he'll just be like, this is, these are what I would do things with. And that's something he likes to establish early on. Oh, that's fun. A co- very cool. I like that a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I recently rewatched the movie again at the New Beverly. Yeah. Um, it was fun. It was just like a Saturday matinee kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the, print wasn't that nice or anything but it was kind of fun that yeah. way uh and it's something i never notice like i keep forgetting it but he has like this like dope ass like necklace yeah like i but i like i don't know i feel like i haven't seen anybody like do replica like i feel like mm-hmm. when i've dressed up as as ian malcolm for halloween i yeah. never include that yeah you always think about the deep v you yeah, like yeah. get the you don't really think about the necklace as much well yeah you gotta wonder where that necklace went yeah <laughs> that's what they should have done in uh, fallen kingdom when <laughs> yeah. uh when when owen you know because there's like the old explorer yes. like on the like you just see that like he's like just picks up this necklace that would have been such a good callback yeah and then he just like in jurassic world 3 he's like i think you forgot this you know <laughs> That would have been amazing. Oh, here's my my virility totem, yeah. or like whatever it is. Yeah, that's what. Ha- that's why in Fallen Kingdom that explains it. Once he exactly, and, and even in Lost World, like exactly. why he is more of like a you know a dad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, did you did you like Lost World? Did you ha- like? I guess what well, like did you see the other sequels in theaters or was it kind of like OG is still is still the OG? OG is is is, is always going to be the OG. I mean, like it's I I like the sequels though. I'm. It's been a minute since I've seen them. I think the third one's really good, right? It will. I, I am mean, I, dip- am I thinking of the wrong one? But it's the one with like Grant, where he's he's really grumpy. Yeah, I have so this thing called aphantasia, which oh yeah, yeah, it, we've talked about. This it one. makes it very hard to like recall like what specifically is in stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, for the listener, basically, it's a thing where your mind's eye is blind. Um, so, like, my memory exists. I can recall, like, I, I have a memory, but, like, I don't have a visual memory. Yeah. So it's hard to be like, oh, yeah, then those are the things. Like, I can't, like, replay flashes of a movie in my head when I'm like, oh, trying yeah, to think no, about I, stuff. Yeah. No, that's... Some I'm people like, can, which is crazy. <laughs> now I'm just imagining Sam Neill in the place of Chris Pratt's character, which is totally different. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like... Yeah, I guess when the second one came out, was your dad like, I guess you're old enough. You could I was old enough. Yeah, I think yeah. we, we all went to go see that one in the theaters. I remember I remember liking it, I think. I, I don't know if I've seen that one in maybe a decade yeah, yeah. or a decade or two at this point, though. Well, because, yeah, it is now I really like this this theory that we have that because he lost his virility yeah. token, that's why he's like <laughs> been more of like a bummer, mm-hmm. more of a bummer character as opposed to like, yeah. you know. I mean, it's also in the second one he has his daughter with him and is, you know, and he's dating Julian Moore. So, yeah. but I feel like he would, I still don't think he would become a stick in the mud. You know, I don't think he would either. And I yeah. think that's kind of why I haven't really revisited it that much because yeah. he's like such a 
perfect character in the first one that I kind of just don't want to fuck with it too much. Yeah. Where I'm like, no, that's the Ian Malcolm that I choose to honor. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's that thing, too, where, like, revisiting it, you know, I mean, it's not, I mean, I do watch it a lot, but I don't necessarily, yeah. like, watch it every day or anything like that. So no, I'm, no. I, I allow myself to, like, sometimes discover new things. And it is funny when, like, people point it out. Yeah, he's, like, here for, like, a, a two-day business trip, and he's, like, already, like, found somebody to, like, oh. f- like flirt with. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, like... That's such a like an insane <laughs> concept. I don't know to me. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, he's like a he's like a pussy hound for yeah, sure. Yeah. You can tell. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has said that on your podcast or not, but hey, here we are. <laughs> yeah, like there's a first time for everything. <laughs> but I mean, like, he definitely. I mean, he, if you think about like Ian Malcolm before Jurassic Park, it's like he's a chaos theorist, like. That guy is just crushing at conferences. <laughs> if you imagine in that world to be like, to be, I mean, to be a charismatic scientist just in general it's like uh and no knocking of scientists i have a lot of my really good friends are scientists but they would not describe themselves as charismatic <laughs> first and fourth right yeah yeah uh, you know you tend to be more shy you're like very introverted for the most part but to have like just that personality it's like when he's speaking at conferences i'm sure people are just like drawn to him yeah so wrapped like yeah that's where a lot of the confidence comes from i'm sure <laughs> I mean, he would have a cult oh like yeah. grad students yes <laughs> oh my gosh oh no absolutely that guy He's he's definitely had a few like <laughs> grad student relationships. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, it's I mean, I feel like, though, there is actually I mean, I don't know if the, any of these people are like, you know, I mean, I know Jurassic Park has definitely inspired a lot of people to get mm-hmm. into science. And that's actually yeah. an episode I wanted. I would love to do like interview scientists who actually like became, yeah. you know, paleontologists or whatever because of Jurassic Park. But I feel like where there is like a whole generate there is like a whole scientist Twitter where it is all yeah. these people who are like charismatic. Like, Absolutely. Like. Uh, Jeff, uh, like, like Ian Malcolm. Malcolm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, I wonder if all these people were like, wait, you can be a scientist and you can be like a people person. Yeah, Not- yeah. He breaks the mold in a lot of ways. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, you can can keep your shirt unbuttoned like you're like a you know like yeah, a, yeah. like in the mafia or whatever and like and still be a scientist like yeah. you're not in a lab coat like with your glasses. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Well, yeah, and yeah. then there's a reason why like. And JP3 is the one where there's like a scene where Grant's like giving a speech and it's like everyone's like falling asleep and stuff. And you're like, <laughs> yes. I feel so bad for him. But also like, yeah, yeah your speech is kind of boring. Yeah. Like, because like, you just want to be, mm-hmm. you you are the classic scientist too, or like, again, not classic scientist, not to. But people, people would, would, would stereotype it as. Yeah, like, as, yeah. As far as portrayals go, he is like, mm-hmm. I just want to focus on digging up my bones. I don't yeah. really care to impress people or whatever. Exactly. Well, and I think it's like there's you can get so lost in the minutia that like you know so you know how to talk about it so much that it becomes inaccessible to the layman and i think like and Malcolm is probably very good at like knowing how to do like chaos 101 to get yeah. you in and then oh first one's free so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah he would be yeah he would be like a the Carl Sagan or like yes. or any psychom like Bill Nye or something like that yeah um That'd other be pretty, day. I would love that. That that should have been a bonus feature is like his his version of that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be I mean even have like chaos lessons with yes. with uh like as a bonus feature. Mm-hmm. I think if that picked up my stomach <laughs> again. Well, we actually just had mm-hmm. um I think by the time this comes out, uh Bill we had Bill Nye on this podcast will kill you. Oh, cool. So I got to record with him last week. <gasps> 
And yeah, you're just like, he is, Yes, I think he's not, I mean, Bill Nye was, was amazing and very sweet and stuff. He's definitely not like, he, he's not open shirted. Like no, 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 you no, knock no. him. He's, he's got the shirt, but it's like perfectly cuffed. Yeah. Yeah. There's like clear frame glasses. He's got yeah. like a perfect, his he's, hair is well kept. Like he yeah, is. That's a charismatic, like, good looking man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I know. It's funny. Cause it's like, it's not that I haven't followed him now, but like, mm-hmm. I still in my, like, I still like think about him from when I was a kid. So when I saw him, yeah. it was just like, but I'm almost like, well, you've almost like, like aged better. Yeah. You know, in a way. Like, totally. Well, that's like, if you ever, if you ever like watch just Tony Hale in an interview versus knowing him as Buster Bluth. <laughs> and like Tony Hale is just like a very attractive, like very funny, confident man. Yeah. And you're like, oh, or like his character from Veep where you're, yeah. he's an idiot on there too. But then yeah. you see him and you're like, oh man, no, you're, you're number one, you're a really good actor, but like you're very attractive. This yeah. is very weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And, yeah. and I think something with, I feel like I wonder, like, has Jeff Goldblum become more like Ian Malcolm over the years? Or that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just always, I always think that like Jeff Goldblum just seems like he's always like, astral projecting into a fabric store just like touching velvets <laughs> and that's why he has the kind of like yeah like vibe on his face yeah i think he's just always just like feeling something that he likes <laughs> that we can't see there's just something i don't know what he's on or what it is yeah cats are, it's like cats seeing a different plane <laughs> yeah like exactly jeff goldblum is like in his in his in in his mind he's in a velvet room <laughs> yeah exactly he's just very cat like for sure too yeah, yeah. that just like, very Every move is like very like he knows what he's doing constantly. Like I don't think he's ever been startled ever. <laughs> that is you know? funny to think of it. He's like, oh, oh, I think he'd be like, oh, oh sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think he's like. I mean, I don't know who else could play that character. If they did a reboot of it or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, don't even say it. Uh, <laughs> I can't even pairs the thought but I mean I don't I don't know who I mean because you'd have to do an impersonation of that yeah and you, you know and, and that's not that's such a specific energy <laughs> yeah I think David Duchovny did him on SNL or yes. something back in the day which is yeah, funny to think about but yeah, yeah. Duchovny's pretty funny no well it's one of those things where it's like if they rebooted it like in the style of like you know a lot of the bad reboots mm-hmm. that kind of didn't go anywhere like Total yeah. Recall or like Robocop where it's mm-hmm. like they would just make that character serious yeah and that's why I mean even like Chris like Owen in Fallen Kingdom I think is better because they just kind of treat him as like a Harlequin romance strong silent type who just punches things and like saves kids Mm -hmm. like like that's what I want from that character where it's in the first one he was like trying to do like a cynical like like Ian Malcolm thing but he didn't have no. They didn't even let him be charming. No, they were like you just have to be as Werner Herzogery, Werner Herzogery as yeah. possible. And yeah, it's yeah. like that's not that's, that's not what I want out of that. No, that's not why you cast Pratt. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's like your he's one of your beefcake Chris's. Yeah, like let him beefcake. <laughs> like with let dinosaurs. him beefcake. Let him beefcake. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you, Brandy. Yeah, this has been so much fun. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. You can find Brandy Posey on Twitter and Instagram at Brandazzle and listen to her every week on the Lady to Lady podcast. Also, be sure to look her up on Bands in Town to see if she's touring in your city next. Links, as always, in the show notes. Don't forget this month's listener question, which will be featured in next week's mini-sode. What do you think of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom one year later after its release? Call 323-688-6969 or send me an email at cjurassicright at gmail.com. Follow C Jurassic Right on Instagram at C Jurassic Right 
on Twitter at SJRPod, and join the Facebook group to keep the discussion going by searching See Jurassic Right Podcast on Facebook. And of course, as always, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Stephen Ray Morris. I'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.